you guys. So, you guys, today I want to talk about what it means for you to believe in yourself when no one else is believing in you. Because this is a doozy, and it's difficult. It's not going to be easy because you want someone to accept you. That's human nature. Human nature wants others to accept us, but there's a fine line, right? Because I recently went through a situation where I wanted some coworkers to accept me, although the odds were against me, right? So what odds am I talking about? Um, Well, it's to a young guy's perception that because I'm young, I'm beautiful, and I'm Hispanic, and that me saying I'm beautiful, I know I'm pretty. I get that, right? So when I say I am beautiful, I'm smart, I'm easy on the eyes, And I'm a great conversationalist. I'm talented. I know I have all of these things to offer. So when I say I'm beautiful, it's more, it's multifaceted. It's not just my looks. So because of all of these different um, facts about me, I usually get judged. Okay. Um, And when I get judged, I get judged as the girl who is going to be the gold digger or the girl who's going to be the one who um, breaks a man's heart or whatever the case is, right? Relationship. This has something to do with just the way that I've been perceived by co-workers and by people coming in. Um, a lot of the times for women, when I come into a new environment where the women are already there, um, a lot of the times I'm perceived as, again, someone who's just doesn't really care about others. And I, I don't really know if it's just because of the pretty aspect, right? So I'm just supposed to be this really horrible and mean person because of looks. And I don't, or because I'm really into fashion. I love fashion. And so when I dress up, it's not necessarily for others, it's for me. I love fashion. I love art. Um, Or when I wear makeup, it's not necessarily for others, it's for me. Because I love fashion. So with the guys that uh, I worked with, apparently one guy was completely jaded by a Hispanic woman. And to him, all Hispanic women were liars. And you know, they were going to break your heart and stay away from Hispanic women and all this jazz. Um, I mentioned to them 
that when I was younger in college, I would go to the club, but it wasn't to dance with men. It was to dance with me and my friends because we were from the South and we liked to joke. So now for him, he was like, oh, yeah, right. No, you absolutely dance with guys. Like, like, um, like a perception of women that are just so either thirsty for attention or thirsty for sexual contact, uh, contact, I'm not really sure. Uh, and for him, his view of me and knowing, cause we had a conversation one time and I was like, why, why do you need to do that? You know, like dating, it shouldn't involve that dating should go so-and-so and he was like um no because girls that's not what girls are after and all this um stuff and I said well I don't know what kind of girls you've been around but I'm celibate that's not something that I even think about and the point that I'm trying to make is you will go down a rabbit hole trying to prove to an accuser or someone who doesn't believe and they will take you down the rabbit hole with them. Your job is to believe in yourself and you don't have to answer to an accuser. When the Bible talks about, uh, it talks about the wolf. And it says, behold, I'm sending you out as, I think it either says lambs or doves amongst wolves. And then it says, therefore, be shrewd or wise as serpents and gentle as doves. That's what it says. And for us, this is what that means. Wise as serpents. Hide. Hide. Hide from the conversation. Don't feed into it. Don't talk to them. Um, Their acceptance is not relevant. Their acceptance is not important. I'm going to tell you why. See, this is the thing. We think that as Christians, we need to be liked by everyone. And we have this unquenched thirst of wanting to be accepted by others. Or maybe we just have an unquenched thirst of wanting to be accepted because we never took care of that abandonment or rejection issue from mommy and daddy from when we were little. You have to do the work. You have to do the work because behold, I'm sending you as lambs among wolves. And let me explain to you what the wolf spirit is. The wolf spirit is the accuser. When the Bible says that the enemy stands before God accusing the brethren all day. That's what it's talking. It's talking about the wolf spirit. 
what is it what is the wolf spirit the wolf spirit is the dog that the book of revelation talks about that dog and you think oh well a wolf is not a dog it absolutely is a dog it's all part of the canine family a wolf the bible doesn't only speak about dogs and and wolves it also talks about foxes another type of dog right and it's talking about foxes when jesus comes out and he's talking to the religious leaders and he's telling um they were saying something and and jesus what there's a scripture that says that jesus said beware of the yeast of the pharisees and the sadducees and the they were all one pharisees sadducees religious leaders and then he comes out and then he starts to denounce the religious leaders and he's like you fox and he calls them a fox any time in the new testament that jesus calls anyone a dog a fox any time that he's calling them that it's not that he wasn't calling them that no we have to stop diluting the bible because the bible has its proper meat and anyone that dilutes the bible beware because they are denying its power the P- bible does not need to be diluted the bible needs to be exactly how it is if you don't understand what the bible is saying in meat form it's because you're not ready for meat you're still drinking milk this is absolutely calling them a um a fox and what is the fox is the religious spirit and the reason why in revelation when it says that the dogs won't make it into heaven is because of these various acts is because they are accusing they are so going back to the main meat and the bulk of the message is do not answer to the dog if they're accusing you don't answer to them don't feel like you have to answer to them don't feel like you as a matter of fact exclude them exclude them and exclude yourself this is an isolating yourself in an unhealthy manner no there's a scripture in the bible that says that if you go into a town or a house you send it your peace and if the town or the house is worthy allow your peace to rest there but if it is not call your peace back and it'll be better on Sodom and Gomorrah than it will be on that town or that house well the bible causes land and the bible causes houses so that town or that house is a person if you go into a relationship with a person send that person your peace what is your peace your peace is your spirit it's your imagination it is your heart it is your strength let it rest there and if if they are worthy allow your peace to stay if they are not worthy call your peace back dust your feet off 
and it'll be better on Sodom and Gomorrah than it will be on them. Why? Because in Genesis, God said, you will be a blessing to Abraham. He said, you will be a blessing to others, and those who curse you will be cursed. The families on earth will be blessed through you. Do not try to stop what God has already ordained. Those who curse you will be cursed. And if they want to accuse you, allow them to. Allow them to. You make sure you keep your nose clean. You know what time it is. You know, and in so many ways, because of my coworker's um, past experience with Hispanic women, oh, I was every bit of the whore of Babylon. And it was very uncomfortable. And I had to endure it. And you know what? It was a couple of guys. And the other one who decided that he liked me later on, he was the one who started the entire um, accusation. And throughout our time working together, randomly he would accuse me of, you know, thinking that men weren't good enough and I would be so bewildered. Here's the thing. That is a dog. Why? Because he was dealing with the spirit of unbelief. He was dealing with a mindset. If the mind, if the Bible says that the spirit is the mind, to be renewed in the spirit of the mind, meaning that the spirit is the mind. He was dealing with a mindset of unbelief. When we think about the woman that came and said, Lord, would you um, heal my daughter? In some translations, it says that Jesus did not answer her right away. He was ignoring her. He was he he didn't even want to deal with her or have the time of day to deal with who the dog. He called her a dog. Why? Because she was operating under the mindset of unbelief. She was a non-believer. She wasn't Jew. And he said to her, it is wrong for me to take the uh, bread out of the mouth of the children of Israel. What is that? That was his words. And give it to the dogs. And she said, yeah, but even the dogs eat the crumbs from their master's table. What does she do there? She had faith. She had faith. And that's why Jesus said, oh, you have great faith. Your faith has made your daughter well. And why? Why do you think that was? Why do you think she had the great faith? It's because she had already seen it. See, she, listen, she saw it. She saw the miracles. She, she knew she was desperate. She was desperate. And it's something about a mom's love. In whatever circumstance, it's something about a mother's love that will go to, to the ends of the earth to find a cure, find something for their, ch their um, children that are sick or children that need help. I don't care what I have to do. What do I have to do now? What are you telling me I need to do? I'll do it. Because 
it doesn't matter for your babies you just put it all in that is the spirit of unbelief the dog is the spirit of unbelief why do you think the bible in the book of revelation i believe is chapter 12 that says that the dogs don't make it into heaven maybe it's not chapter 12 but it's definitely in the book of revelation but if you google it you'll be able to find it where it says dogs don't make it into heaven it's not talking about a physical dog it's talking about a human it is talking about a human because spiritual dogs are the embodiment of what hell is And it's not saying, scripture isn't saying that, you know, um, dogs are hell. No, it's just specifically saying that adulterers, idolaters, dogs, sorcerers will not make it into heaven. And I think that is just a common misconception of all that heaven happens when we die. Heaven doesn't happen when we die. Heaven happens now. Or else the Bible wouldn't say, uh, I am not the God of the dead, but I'm the God of the living. And then he tells one of his disciples when he called him, he said, first, let me go bury my um, my father. And Jesus said to the disciple, let the dead go bury their own dead. What was he talking about? Now, he didn't call his disciple dead. Why? Because Jesus was calling him. And the call is the resurrection. Amen. And then the marriage is when you decide to do what the spirit is calling you to do. When your body, when your physical body decides, okay, I'm going to... um, in a sense, surrender to what it's asking me to do so that the will of God can be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven has always been the mind. Hell has always been the mind. But I do cover that in another show. I can't get into that right now. For you, you need to be aware of the dog. Don't entertain it. It, It's not even worthy to be entertained. You know why? Because everything you tell it, that's why the Bible says, do not throw your pearls to the swine. Let me tell you something. Do you remember that scripture, right, Um, about the man that was dealing with the legion spirit? That was the spirit of well over 2,000 spirits, right? Um, About 2,000 spirits is in a legion. And... This, uh, (laughs) man, this legion was causing the man to cut himself. Now, there's another scripture in the Bible that says that dogs mutilate the skin. So what does that let you know? That lets you know that. If dogs are the ones who mutilate the skin, right? That lets you know that what this man was dealing with, with the legion, 
was a dog. So what is the dog? The dog is a principality. Now, I'm going to get to it, right? Because there is a, uh, there's tears, but there's only three spirits. The Bible talks about uh, that all spirits, the third of heaven that was casted out of heaven, were locked away for all of eternity. And then it says that there are three spirits. It says that there's Satan. There's the false prophet and there's the beast of hell. Hello, beast of hell. That's the dog. And the mark of the beast is the mark of unbelief. Not only that, you're just thinking, oh, unbelief in terms of religion. Absolutely not. Guess what else this dog spirit is? This dog spirit is also the spirit of abandonment. And whenever anyone hurts each other, that dog spirit is also the spirit of fear. That's why the Bible talks about um, the kingdom of fear, the kingdom of death, the kingdom of darkness. It is that dog spirit. Now, with me, I've had several visions of this um, of this spirit. One time, I was uh, hugging my daughter. I was hugging my daughter, and. As I was hugging her, I had a vision of a of a pig pen filled with little demons that look like the Chucky doll. What do you think that is? Those are thoughts of rebellion. Why? Because abandonment is the highest form of rebellion that anyone can do to a child. That's what abandonment is. So with all of the issues that my daughter was having with her father and him not answering, him not calling, him not picking up him, you know, and one thing about it is that once someone is taught abandonment, they teach it. They continue to teach it to many people. And that's what a demonic marriages with the spirit of Jezebel. Why? Because the spirit of Jezebel, that's the false prophet, and the dog spirit have been married long ago. Once I had a vision of uh, a dog and a cat on a ledge, and I saw the dog first, then I saw I, it faded, then I saw the cat, and then I heard the Lord tell me, these two have been married long ago. So, they were married long ago and i i don't want to i want to make sure that i don't forget to tell you guys but when i hugged my daughter i had a vision of a pig pen i had a vision of a pig pen and i saw all the chucky dolls i hugged her again and i had another vision of a pig pen but this time they were all pigs and those thoughts of overeating, always having to have something to eat, that is the pig. Do not throw your pearls to swine. Why? Because the pig is the spirit of rebellion. But this is the legion. 
because the principality that's over the legion of rebellion is the dog, is the cat. They are one and the same. And I think, right, because with those thoughts of rebellion, and when a dog is present, imagine if you see one dog, that's one thing. And I see them because I fast a lot. And it's a scientific fact a fact that if you fast, you lower the glucose levels in your blood. If you've ever gone to do any laboratory testing done, that's what happens. Well, heart specialists have connected the connection between uh, dement uh, dementia, uh, Alzheimer's to the heart, any heart condition and neurological condition, it all goes back to the blood. That's why the Bible says that the life of something is in the blood. Because everything is flowing through the blood. And the glucose, the sugar, is the spirit of death. The glucose in the sugar is the first state of something beginning to decompose. And the more glucose that's in your body, the more glucose that's in your blood is the more that it fogs up your brain. And it's the more that you won't be able to tap into your senses. Because the Bible says that um, that meat is for those who by reason of use, what are reason, what is a reason of use? Chaos is um, trauma, is uh, those times where someone, you know, either someone's trying to rob your business or someone's trying to hurt you or someone's trying to hurt your kids or you just you know you meet I don't know something wild like a witch which in my life I've been super blessed to have (laughs) and there are these people that you know they do those weird things or you've met a situation where you can't you know uh, make ends meet where you're a single mom where you Whatever the case is, through by reason of use, you have exercised your senses to discern good and evil. And you do that through fasting. It's through the blood. It's through fasting from meat. The Bible says that um, you shouldn't eat. You shouldn't be a lover of meat. Why? It's because of the blood and the meat. It's because meat and fish have high concentrations of mold. And what I found through biology is through the kingdom of fungi, that is the final state of decomposition. That's yeast, that's uh, mushrooms, that's fungus, that's mold, that's mildew. And it's through, by the reason of use, there's a scripture that says that war is love and hate is silence. So, I may hate what they are, what they're doing, the accusations, the, but I will be silent. Why? Because I demand respect in my friendships. 
how do I demand respect in my friendships? I demand respect in my friendships the same way that Jonathan respected David on the battlefield, that he would have laid his life down for David. So there's a scripture in the Bible that says, no greater love is this than a man that would lay his life down for a friend. So if you don't have that kind of respect for me, then I will make sure that I hate your behavior in silence. Judge you, I won't do it. But discern from good and evil. This is why people always get hurt. This is why people end up dead. This is why people, because they're not discerning good and evil. Well, guys, that's all the time I have for today. Over and out. Ciao.